Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game Midday Show with Andy and Randy with you here on a Trillville Thursday. Final hour for us. Still tons to get to. Uh, get back into a couple of different Falcons conversations as we head into the uh, the game this weekend against the Colts. Uh, Smoking Joe Patrick will join us at one twenty as well. Get his thoughts on everything that's transpired over the week, obviously starting Sunday, on into the announcement, on into uh, looking ahead to the game as well. We'll talk some college football as yesterday was uh, – National Signing Day. Now, guys can still sign. Yesterday was just the first day you could sign, not the last day. So guys can still sign if they have yet to, and of course they will. Uh, but obviously a big day for a lot of different schools yesterday, including Georgia, who looks to have the number one class in the country once again. Uh, and we'll get to an AMA to wrap things up at 140. Any question, any topic, phone lines will be open at 404-726-0929. Text us or tweet us as well. This hour also brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this football season. Visit mancavestore.com. Uh, you know, I was thinking about the Falcons coming into Sunday, and it kind of goes back to last week, how Vegas views them. Mm. The, the the small spreads every single week, I don't know why that bothers me. Like, I, I know what the team is. I know we we understood it. We all were concerned by it last week. And, and you drop that on us again this week, and I'm like, should should it be that small? Should it be bigger? Should it be okay? So I, I don't think anyone. I don't even think Vegas has a good read on the team beyond probably close. Yeah, like I don't think they know if they should be favored or underdogs in this game, like at all. I, I think that's right. I think that's why it is what it is. Which if you would have, I, I didn't know. I just I just looked now as you were saying that. I don't know it. I, it's got to be under five. I'd guess like two or one and a half. The Falcons would be favored by no underdogs by a half. Falcons one and a half? are favored by one. So, really? So they've got the home field bump of three, okay. and then obviously the Colts they think are better by two. So they've got it. It's it's basically a pick 'em. What Vegas is saying is that they think it'll be a close football game, and I agree. I think that that is what it'll That's be. The trend, right? Because every Falcons game is a close football game. Maybe Taylor Heineke being in there will either lead to a play being made down the stretch of the game that wins it. Or how about lead, we make a play in the second quarter that wins it, lead that puts to, it away? How about one of those? That's not going to happen. So you can you can hope for that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's good. I like that. That's good optimistic thinking there, Abe. I like that. I'm just it doesn't have to be with uh, three minutes left. That's but, all. But you know what's likely to happen, which is yeah. it's going to be a close game late, and then I guess maybe more more likely and and hopefully. Um, it's a catastrophic mistake that's not made. Really, that's the difference. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. Is we're not. 
uh, we're sort of rehashing similar conversations over and over again, but it gets back to what we talked about in the summer of no one's asking for the quarterback of this football team right now to be uh, a Superman, to, to go out there and put the team on his back and win games. You're asking for, and we never said this phrase specifically. I know it's become more popular in the last couple of weeks because of what Cam Newton said about some guys, but you're, you're begging for a, a game manager is what you wanted. It's what you needed for this football team. And unfortunately it was, it wasn't that it was, it was a, a game, um, <laughs> a game wrecker, a guy who was throwing yeah. games away late. Well, That's what Johnny Manziel was. He came in, wrecked this league. There's so many opportunities because of the way the defense played because of at times some things that guys were doing in the run game and maybe a play here or there by Drake London or whatever, um, John o. Smith, Kyle Pitts, that you were in these in these games with a chance to win it if you just could not blow it. And then, unfortunately, you couldn't not blow it. And that's why we are where we are with a quarterback exchange for the second time in the season. But I don't know. The problem is, and this goes back to, again, another thing we talked about last time they did this, that's not Heineke's M.O., Heineke's M.O. is roller coaster ride, man. His whole career's been a roller coaster ride. He's capable of an incredible performance. He's capable of a three-interception performance. There's a reason why he's a backup. If you look at his career in Washington, there were some great moments. Those are some bad moments, too. You remember yeah. the great moments because you don't follow the Washington football team. He won some games. He did. Lost some games. Lost some games. He's almost a 500 quarterback. Yeah. That's exactly what he is, which is what the guy who he just benched is as well for his career in the NFL. Um, so to expect it to be all that different, I think is. Uh, I think it will be different. Is why? And, and I kind of teased on this yesterday. I don't think in weeks nine and ten when Heineke was starting, and I want to ask Joe if he feels the same way too. But I don't think we got the full Tyler Taylor Heineke experience. Man, what I mean by that is I don't think he was a Yolo quarterback in weeks nine and ten. I think he was coming off a situation where he just saw the starting quarter get back get benched. Because he put the ball in trouble too many times. And Taylor Heineke didn't want to put the ball in trouble. Now, he did throw some interceptions, and I understand that. But that still is not him. Like, like if we're going to ask Heineke to be Heineke, which at this point in the season is what you're going to need anyways, I don't think that's what we got in 9 and 10. I was really surprised, to be honest, in, in how he looked in those two games. Yeah, especially I, I, was, I was surprised as well, having, you know, having watched him play a little bit here and there based on what he was able to do in the second half of that game against Tennessee, I would have thought maybe they would let him have a little bit more uh, leeway to, right. to play like that. I mean, that Arizona game, he threw 15 passes. Yeah. He was 8 of 15. Like, they essentially they hamstrung him to the point of, like, don't lose the game. And, again, they should have won it. <laughs> but, again, <laughs> that's not the game, his couldn't thing. Make a tackle. Right. If you're going to have him play. His let, thing is go win the him. game, and I might lose it for you, though. Like, at the same time, I might lose it for you. Yeah. So, now you're Arthur Smith, right? So, now you're Arthur Smith, and you've got three games. But he for, said for some things that purposes. he said some things that lets Heineke just go. And what he said is, Heineke's going to start the last three games. There is no, we may go back to Ritter. Okay. That was always floating around okay. in weeks nine and ten. I also think for Heineke, it's a situation where new regime or same regime i don't know if i'm coming back to atlanta next year it's a decent salary they can get away from it right but he can't just be going out there freestyling though like no he, but what i mean even is if he, he knows he's the he, starter for the final three he's also looking to put on tape something that can sell himself to other teams if 
the Falcons choose to move on from him as a backup. Understood. I'm just bringing it back to the idea of, of so you're Arthur Smith. Put yourself in, in those shoes. You've got a mustache. Uh, your dad's got a lot of money. You're the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And you've got three games, essentially, to prove, maybe, I don't even know if you can do this, but you, you can't really hurt yourself right now based on everything that's happened. Maybe you can help yourself right. if, if something good happens. Um, you've got three games to win. Is your is your your football acumen telling you that the best strategy is to let Taylor Heineke go out there and just go? Well, you scored seven points a week ago, so yeah, it is. You you, you took Bajan off the field when you weren't scoring any other way because he fumbled. Like, yeah, I, at some point, someone's got to make a play. If you take what I'm being told was supposed to be our playmaker and Bajan Robinson off the field entirely because of a fumble. Who else is making plays? Yeah. And I know there's the other side of what Heineke would do, right? With London or Pitts or whatever. I just there hasn't been anything this year that's shown me, or even in in three years, honestly, that's shown me that Arthur Smith is going to let a quarterback do that. I agree, except that he's now three games away from being fired. Yeah, maybe everything. So does that change? Different. Yeah, right. Maybe everything's different. Everything everything has to be on the table at this point. I would think so. I would think so. Playing conservative offensively has gotten you to the point now where we are where we are. So why not flip it around? Like know, you say, what do you have to lose? <laughs> right. <laughs> besides three games. Besides three games and your job and your first chance at being a head coach in the NFL. And, you know, I don't know. He'll probably get another one maybe, but I don't know. You never know. Like, not everybody does. And this didn't go well. He'll probably go back to being a coordinator and maybe have some success and get another job somewhere. Well, who's Saban's What's Saban's uh, situation? Are you going to yeah. need a new OC soon? <laughs> go go down and, and take the the old Saban rehab, uh, coach, yeah, coach's go. rehab course. Yeah, I don't know. That I just the, the logic of that is a tough sell for me where it's like, all right, I got three games to basically play for my life. I'm letting Taylor Heineke do whatever he wants. Like, I can't. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't. Uh, but, again, that's the situation that he's in. It's not a good situation. It doesn't. Everything about that sounds terrifying for me. It does. If that's my professional But life. I also sit here knowing, calling the game I wanted to call. We scored seven points a week ago. Right. That everything about Something's it. Something's got to change. Everything about it is tough. I, I honestly don't know. It'll be interesting to get uh, Joe's thoughts on how much more rope uh, Heineke is given in this game. How much more Heineke is allowed to be Heineke? Uh, all right, before we do that, let's get to the big story of the day here. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. Non-surgical treatment for joint pain. Bow! Oh, the bass, the baritone. He actually had worked out at our campus a wide out, and we knew that he was a really talented young man. And from that point on, I mean, I bet he's been on this campus 20 or 30 times. But there was no nice. different recruitment for KJ. It was just consistent. Consistency is the key. Yeah, and what you're selling and what he's seeing and how you're pitching it and all that kind of stuff. That's Kirby Smart talking about um, one of the guys that they were able to sign yesterday, KJ Bolden, really, really big-time recruit, uh, local kid, awesome People are going to be very excited that he's going there. Really good player. Um, and this is kind of what it is. This is It's kind of fun in the midst of everything changing in college football to get back to some of the old stuff, too. Flipping guys late, stealing them from maybe you don't consider them a rival, but another big program in, in the region, like the, uh, the tried and true flip late. That's a, nice, that's a nice one for them to get yesterday for Georgia. You know what's interesting to me is I think about Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs program and the recruiting classes, and I think it's a different discussion for quarterbacks. I think that's why we saw what happened with Rayola happen. 
how are you negatively recruiting against Kirby Smart? Because <laughs> it's not a situation yeah. where he won't play freshmen. No, nope, he will. They played we, like the sixth most freshman in the country this it's year. It's not a situation where you're not going to compete for championships. No, you're going to do will. that. It's not a situation where he's not putting guys in the NFL. No, more he than is. anyone right and, now. And for the most part, to my understanding, it's not a situation where you're not getting NIL deals. There, there's some level of that. Maybe yeah. it's. More uh, other schools, whatever. The only What's way, the negative recruit for non-quarterbacks? The only way is to say you're going to play more. Like, if you come here, especially, well, there's kind of both, probably. Kirby Smart says, now, if you're good enough, you won't. Well, you'll, you'll play here. You might play, Maybe because like, the other guys are better. Less, like, but you're still going to get picked number one. Like, you had a guy go number one in the NFL draft that was a part of a D-line rotation. Didn't have the stats. Right. But they looked at his, his, his workouts and... Uh, some of the big game tape and all that stuff, and he still went number one even without those numbers. But yeah, that's it. It's like okay, if you want those, if you want to win, like uh, even they've still had that. They've had like individual defensive linemen win awards. If if you want more snaps and more stats, you can come here and do it. You can negatively recruit on offense, probably from a wide receiver standpoint. You're just going to get more targets. They spread it around too much over there. No one's had a thousand yards since Terrence Edwards. All that, but still. You know, Brock Bowers. Been- Do they spread it around too much? Like, I would, I mean, I yes, you can make those arguments, but I'd be like, well, Brock Bowers was technically, and like, if he didn't get hurt, he would have. Probably so would have like, had over a thousand. If you're years. that dude, they're yeah. not really spreading around. Like, he had how many catches? Yeah, but you got a lot of the kids. You yeah. know what I mean? I know. I just, I just find <laughs> trying it, to come up with something. I, I find it interesting that it's difficult to really dial in on like one specific aspect of negative recruiting against Kirby. And I'm sure he's not the only one. The only thing you can do is the kind of, if there's a, a negative rumbling is that Georgia's NIL situation isn't quite as robust right. yeah. as some other programs' NIL situation. But it's also not nothing. So that's not negative yeah. recruiting. That's just we'll give you more money, <laughs> which is fine. Like that's that's part of the game now too. But like I don't know, use whatever you got. I don't know. Kirby's got a. It's like They're a, checking all the a, boxes. He's got a lame haircut. Like I don't. Is that what you're gonna? I don't know Does how he. Kind of. I don't know. Like old bowl cut. Is it? That's the argument? I'm working with nothing. That's the argument here? Well, what, I mean, you, you can't negative recruit against him. And his barber's a bum. What? What are you going to say? Then he'll say, well, my dad has that haircut, too. So what are you saying? <laughs> Auto backfire. Very, very popular. One thing I do wonder, because I know Saban does it, to look young and cool. Saban's been, he's been coloring the hair for a long time. So a little more gray showing up in Kirby's, uh, Kirby's mop these days. Yeah, Not winning that I can championships talk. is stressful. I'm just wondering if at any point he starts getting the just for men in there. Winning championships is stressful. Why don't you come to Georgia and make it a little bit easier for me? Huh? Exactly. Keep these grays out of my hair. You don't have to come down here. I don't know. You can't negatively recruit against him. That's why they have the number one recruiting class every single year. Uh, Smoking Joe Patrick's going to join us next. We'll talk a bit more Falcons football with him. Don't go anywhere. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Check it out. Y'all already know this your folks. Shrillville. Yes, sir. And you already know you tune in to 92.9 The Game with who? Andy and Randy. Yes, yes sir. sir. Welcome back, man. Whoop. What's Radio 92.9 The Game? Midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. Trillville Thursday, 20 minutes away from the AMA. Any question, any topic, the phone lines will be open, 404-726-0929. Your last opportunity to ask Abe an AMA question in the year 2023. Abe's off tomorrow and then the rest of next week for a much-earned cruise vacation. Abe's headed off on a cruise vacation. Um, That means Jason Longshore will be in with us tomorrow, which will be a lot of fun. It'll be my final show of 2023 as well. I'm not going on a cruise. I'm just hanging out in Smyrna. I'm probably going to clean my yard or something, but uh, I won't be here, so you won't hear from me until, uh, until 2024. Um, anyway, with all that, let's get to smoking Joe Patrick and talk some Falcons. In one quarter, we've got 92.9 The Game's midday host, Andy and Randy, at a combined 12 feet, 3 inches, and just under 400 pounds, uh, to the best of our knowledge. And in the other quarter, 92.9 The Game's reporter, smoking Joe Patrick, at an undisclosed height and weight, because he likes to cause trouble. This hour of the Midday Show brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this football season. Visit mancavestore.com. Smoke and Joe joins us at this time on Thursdays to talk Falcons. And, uh, Joe, how are you? <laughs> uh, contract, contractually obligated to uh, yeah. talk some Falcons here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I guess, I mean, <laughs> it, it's a big-picture conversation probably more than anything, right? Like, obviously, what happened on Sunday felt like more than just a uh, – an interception, more than just a loss. What what has this season been? If you're summing it up in one or two or a phrase or whatever, th- this Falcon season has been what? Well, it's been an incredible disappointment. Obviously, I mean everybody was expecting so much, and um, things just clearly haven't gone to plan. The Ritter gambit has not gone to plan, nope. and 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 that gambit is basically over at this point. And you know, I'm looking at the schedule, and I feel like. It's, it, it, I think one of the reasons why 6-8 and eight feels so bad is, uh, you know, you got off to a 2-0 and o start. This team has really only won four of its last 12 games that That's they've true. played this season. And obviously, a lot of those losses have been to teams that you definitely thought you would be, you, you should beat. And, and not just by the fact that they're of their records or anything, but even the circumstances going into the, some of those games just really play into the, the frustration because they're just very winnable games. And especially, obviously, when you lose to a Panthers team like last week, a one in twelve team. I think that just goes to show that you're just you're you're just not a, a a good team. Like like a good team wins that game despite the conditions yep. being what they were. Um, 
it shows that I, th- I mean, I think that if they play the Panthers in a dome or just in a, like a, a general, like neutral kind of environment, they probably win that game a lot of times, uh, you know, out of a hundred, but in that, if you're a good team, you should be able to go and beat them no matter what the conditions are. So yeah, it's just been a real big letdown this year. I, I want to stick with that, Joe, and, and we'll get to the Colts game and the quarterbacks and all that in a little bit, but so this season was disappointing. It was frustrating. I think most of the fans feel that. I certainly do. If you're the franchise, how do you rebuild excitement in the offseason? What what does that look like for this franchise in the offseason? What, what are the decisions that may or may not be made to get the fans back on board heading into the 2024 season? Yeah, you know, that's a great question, Abe. And obviously that's going to be something that we talk a lot about once the season wraps up, whenever it wraps up. Um, but, you know, a lot of people would point to the head coach and Arthur Smith, and he's kind of come under fire for um, being the one who's, you know, most responsible for the results that have happened. And, and no doubt he is. And he would be the first to say that. And he does say that. I mean, he's the head coach. He is responsible for the results. But when it comes down to, like, drumming up interest for this team, or not even just interest, but just optimism, what this team can potentially do, it's the quarterback situation. <laughs> like, I think with what Falcons fans have seen this year is a defense that sh- is showing – has shown a lot of promise, especially under you know, the defense coordinator, Ryan Nielsen. I think there's a lot of optimism on that front. I think there's still a lot of optimism with some of the skill players the Falcons have amassed, despite the fact that not you know all of them have been inconsistent and maybe not put up the total numbers that people were thinking. But the, the, the big question mark is who's going to be able to – who's going to be the quarterback that's able to distribute those playmakers the ball. And Desmond Ritter showed that he was capable of doing that at times, but the, the team was just not able to overcome the amount of turnovers. He was just never able to get those turnover, the turnover problem under control. So I think that the quarterback situation, you know, the head coach, obviously if that position comes open, that will obviously be a, a, a big talking point. But I think the thing that will actually generate the optimism for what this Falcons team can do next year all comes down to that one position. It's probably the most important position in sports. And it's going to create for a very interesting kind of free agency and draft period for this team, because that's where they will go about addressing it. Here's, here's one thing I'll say on that too, though, is like, and they, they, they better be concerned about it. Obviously they have to do the right thing. And hopefully at some point um, it, it won't have to just be the natural leading into the season, you know, training camp, optimism that everyone has. Um, Mm -hmm. Falcons fans are going to be there. Like, they've come back from worse than this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, oh, yeah. that's the one thing that you, you can bet on. And they, I, I hope they're not thinking about it that way. It's like, oh, they'll come back. You know, they're always, they, I hope they're thinking about it from the standpoint of, damn, we owe this fan base so much better than this. Hopefully we can get it right. But Falcons fans are as resilient as can be. If they weren't, there wouldn't be any. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's been worse than this, which sucks to say, but it has. So as far as, like, winning right. the fan base back over – Here's how the season will start and people will be back. Now, hopefully it'll be more than that and it'll be exciting and they'll be able to carry it through. Here's the other thing. This season isn't over. Like it's it, not. It's not. There's still three <laughs> there's still three games left. And I know we're having these uh and it's fine. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about. It doesn't really impact what happens on Sunday. But they got three games left to play. And the energy yeah. very much amongst the fans and the conversations you're hearing sounds like off season next year. What's the energy right. like up there? Like, what's it like talking uh, to these guys that have to play on Sunday? I mean, I'll tell you this. Like, Arthur's is still confident they're going to win these three games. And, by the way, Andy, I mean, I know that, like, a lot of fans might laugh at that or, or think it's, he sounds crazy saying that or whatever. Um, but, if he, 
this Colts game is, is probably the toughest opponent you're going to face in these next three. It might not be the toughest game because it is at home, but with that in, you know, in mind, uh, Vegas actually has the Falcons as the favorites in this game by a point. Actually, the, the line has moved, I think, about a half a point toward the Falcons over the course of the week, um, and that's interesting in and of itself with the, the fact that the quarterback position has changed up. And that's you, why. I would think that that plays into that, but <laughs> that's it just why. goes to show that, yeah, that is why. But it just goes to show that like, – if, if the, the Falcons, Vegas, you know, thinks that they're slight favorites. If the Falcons are able to win this game, then you kind of like, all right, we, we build the confidence again. We, 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 we give ourselves a fighting chance. I do think that if the team goes 3-0 and over these next three games, they will make the playoffs. Um, so there is still kind of that, you know, I, I think Falcons fans, that's what, again, makes this week kind of so painful is that you're trying to get over – you're trying to move past this Carolina loss. You're trying to, like, emotionally – uh, move past it. And I think a lot of fans do that by focusing on the future, on the draft, on who's going to be the next coach. Um, but there is this still sort of lingering, you know, chance that this team could get themselves back in it. But in order for that to happen, you know, I'm really just fascinated to see how this team comes out uh, in, and plays in this coming game, because you, you have to really shake things up. You, you have to um, kind of present a different version of yourself than what we've seen, especially, you know, the, these last couple of weeks, but especially after last week. And I think that that will be interesting to see. I think to point to Arthur Smith, like, does he actually still have the kind of force within the team, the kind of leadership within the team to be able to, to get that out of them, to get them to come out and, and play their best ball here at the end of the, at the end of the season after these last two disappointing results. And how this team comes out on Sunday is dependent on how Taylor Heineke looks, Joe. And, and I have mm -hmm. a theory. I want to see if you agree, but uh, did we see the real Taylor Heineke in weeks nine and 10? And may we see something different over the last three games here? I mean, what do you? I, I, I actually thought that both of those game plans that the Falcons had against Minnesota and Arizona were like more kind of reserved, more conservative than I thought they would be because Taylor Heineke's MO has been to be this kind of gunslinger type. He talks about it all the time. He said that he's going to go out there and if he's, doing, if he's going to do anything, he's going to go out there and have fun. That's kind of the promise he's made to himself. And I just didn't really kind of see that kind of game plan. Um, in those two games, especially the Cardinals game. I mean, that one was really weird. And I don't know if everybody remembers, but that was the one where the commentators were pointing out rightfully that like he hadn't thrown the ball about yeah. more than like 10 yards past the line of scrimmage or so in that game. So I do think they will come out and shake things up. I think they're going to probably try some more trick plays. I think Arthur Smith is really going to try to do his best from an offensive play calling standpoint to try to just, you know, show some different looks and, and really kind of make the game fun for the players and, and try to re-energize them that way. But, but what I, I'm interested to hear more of your thoughts on this. Abe. What do you mean by uh, we haven't seen uh, the real Heineke? What do you, what do you mean by we haven't seen the real Heineke? I think, so I think it was his mindset and part of that was the team. I agree. I think it was his mindset that he was coming off seeing Desmond Ritter get benched because of turnovers and he mm, was extra yeah. careful not to put the ball at risk. And that's just yeah. not his style. Right, right, right. No, I think you're right. And it, it, that is the contrasting thing. I asked him yesterday, I asked Taylor Heineke, like, what have you been charged with by Arthur Smith? Like, what does he want to see out of you? And he said, like, no turnovers. Let's play just solid for four quarters. And when we get in the red zone, let's make sure we're scoring touchdowns, which is obviously, you know, it's kind of boilerplate what you would expect. Um, any quarterback's goals to be in a given game. But I do I, – I see what you're saying, Abe. Like, there, there is a bit of a, a difference in what you kind of need at this point out of a quarterback, given what Desmond Ritter's flaws have been, versus the natural quarterback that Taylor Heineke is. If you look at his career numbers, 
his turnover uh, worthy play rate is about the same as what our uh, Desmond Ritter's have been this year. And obviously there's a lot of context that goes into that. Um, he's had good games and bad games. Heineke has, but yeah, we'll, we'll see if he's able to, to do what Arthur Smith has charged him with. How like, <laughs> how maddening is it going to be if he does kind of take the, uh, the reins off a little bit and the offense just goes like they, they score like 38 or something like that. And it's like, yeah, Arthur Smith kind of got out of the quarterback's way and let him cut it loose a little bit. And, uh, I don't know, man. Winning, winning is good, so I'm not going to say it wouldn't be good. But, yeah, that would be like, oh, all right. I guess maybe never, never mind. Yeah. Joe, we appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Thank right. you. Yep. Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks. Smoking Joe Patrick there, 92-9 in the game. Atlanta Falcons reporter joins us every Thursday. Yeah, and if next Thursday we're talking about, yeah, Heineke do for 415, four touchdowns. They let him go. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything really right now that could make Falcons fans more mad. And I don't know that that would make you more mad, but that would be – that would be something. It'd be something you go out there and have some huge offensive explosion this weekend. Maybe they will. All it's right. Either that or red zone interceptions. So yeah. pick your poison. Uh, it's it all, yep. All right, we'll come back. We'll get to an AMA. Any question, any topic. Phone lines are wide open. 404-726-0929. Ask us anything you want. Holiday related, personal life, anything you want to know. We'll answer it next on Sports Radio 929 the game. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Brought to you by Right From The Heart and rightfromtheheart.org. The AMA, Ask Me Anything to wrap the show up every single day. A couple phone lines available if you want to jump on, 404-726-0929. We have some callers as well, though. Uh, so we'll start with Tina in Conyers. Hey, Tina. Hey, I just want to know if any of you two guys want to come to Conyers and get a little massage by me. I didn't catch that, did you? No, it was kind of there's maybe saying something maybe sexual, potentially. Um, and I appreciate it. Uh, no, thank you. Happily married. I got to so, go home and pack. It's going to be tough on yeah, time. Yeah, he's got to go. So other, otherwise, maybe. Like, Conjures is kind of the opposite direction from your house, but. I mean, I don't. Different I don't, circumstances. Yeah, I don't go outside maybe. my little circle, so probably not. <laughs> appreciate the offer, though. Uh, Norris is in Brazelton. Hey, Norris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Uh, first, I'll start off by saying, Abe, how are you going to turn that down, man, as much crap as John and Hugh used to give you about your date in life, man? Uh, uh, quality over quantity, I would suggest. Let's go with that. <laughs> there you go. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So uh, I just wanted to have a little fun, nothing crazy or anything like that. If you, either, both of you, if you could take a professional team, and move it from where they're at right now to Georgia, what sport and what would you name the team? Mm, okay. Well, we already got NFL, NBA, 
Major League Baseball. I mean, hockey didn't work, but I think it could. So you still have the one in Phoenix, right? No one cares about that. I'll take the Phoenix Coyotes. I'll bring them here. I'll call them the... We call we them have coyotes. Georgia. The Georgia Coyotes. Yeah. We have Coyotes. We got Coyotes in Smyrna. For whatever reason, the Coyotes migrate through Smyrna during the mating season. So when, I don't know when that is, but you got to be real careful with your small animals during mating season because they'll... They're territorial when they're out there I looking for some strange. I have heard that there is an active coyote population in every major city in the country. Yeah, I think that makes sense. They were here first, and they're still kind of hanging around. Plus, there's probably more stuff to eat now. People just have cats. Like, oh, perfect. You see they released some wolves back in Colorado again? Uh, where? I, I, didn't, I didn't see ex- exactly where. It was first time, whatever. It's they, usually good. Out. Like, that's what they did at Yellowstone. People panic, but once about it settles years in, ago, yeah, it's good. Yeah, and the amount, the impact that it's had on the ecosystem of, of Yellowstone has been crazy. Like, you never would have thought that it would do all of the things that it has. But, um, yeah, I would like a hockey team here. Hockey's super fun. I would love to go to hockey games. And I don't, I'm not going to be on, I'm not going to lie and say I'm like a, like an expert or anything like that. I don't know how much like hockey breakdown we'd be doing on the show, but it'd be really cool to have an NHL product to go to and, 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 uh, and enjoy. Yeah, hockey breakdown's tough. It's 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 little like basketball, but but it's game in game out that sort of stuff. What, what, yeah, because it's but like when I lived in DC, like they were in real games. They did more hockey in Washington DC than they did like Wizards basketball. Yeah. Now they were in the playoffs, and you got Ovechkin, and you got I mean you're you know they won a title a year after I left, or whatever. Yeah. When when I when I lived in Boston, they were in the Stanley Cup final once at least. What are the Red but, Sox doing? But, yeah, I mean, they, they would give them some time, like, the day after the right. game, but then they'd get back into the Patriots and the Red Sox pretty fast. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Like, you get back into that stuff anyway. Um, what, you bringing the team here or what? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I would have gone with hockey, too, just because it's the one that doesn't exist. Yeah. And, like, from that perspective, I, yeah, Arizona is the team that makes sense because they don't want them. I don't take them. We we feel bad when other teams get teams taken, so like you kind of kind of want to take a team that other people want. I know. I thought he was going to just let me take any team from anywhere and put them in any city. Oh, I, I, I know say, it's too easy a question because yeah. I know where you're going and I know what city yeah. and what sport. Let's just take the Thunder back and yeah, okay. pretend that never happened. Right. And I like their roster now too. Like, exactly, things are good again. So uh, CJ is in Conyers. Hey CJ. Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. First time caller, long time listener. Want to wish y'all a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Thanks for taking the plunge, CJ. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. I got one question for you guys. Do you think the problem with the Atlanta teams, the Falcons, the Hawks, and the Braves, is that we're more a copycat team, that these teams don't have their original identity? Like, take the Falcons. Like, okay, the one year we tried to do it the, the Patriot way, that didn't work. Mm. We brought in Dan Quinn, we tried to do it the Seattle way, that mm. doesn't work. Now we have Arthur Smith, he's trying to do it. The, the Titans way, and we're seeing it, it's not working. But the Hawks, you know, you brought in a guy to try to do it the uh, San Antonio way. It's not working. And with the Braves, you know, we had one manager that won all these division titles, and we bring another manager, and he's doing the same thing, all these division titles, but only one World Series. Interesting premise. Um, I, I would counter from the beginning and say the Braves don't have a problem. Like, the, the Braves are really good, and – they may be following their own sort of model. And by I that, I mean what Alex Anthopoulos has done building the team. But I don't think the Braves are, are like playing from another playbook right but now. But how many, how many teams have what you would declare as their own identity? Like In baseball. It's so rare right. like for Phil Jackson to come oh, in and be like, sport. I run the triangle offense, and that's my thing. Right. 
Right. That happens once every like 40 years. Yeah. I mean, what happens in the NBA is you get the best Billy player. Billy Bean kind of <laughs> tried it. They didn't win. Or they, they won a little bit, but not, I mean, one of the best players and then build around him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like, just think having your own like identity that no one else copies or can like yeah. I don't think that's a real thing. I don't I don't either, but I in most cases. It was an in interesting question though. Uh is it Stefan? Stefan in Locust Grove. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Thanks for I have a Hawks question. Sure. I've been feeling for quite a while that John Collins had to go because he's barely ever the third best player on the team let alone the court my question is what or who did the hawks get for him oh for john uh, draft picks just space in the yeah, rotation it was just time it was just yeah. time to move on um what, what they got was the ability to let jalen johnson start and play that position and he was doing well until he got hurt now he got cleared for practice yesterday which is great um price don't want be back Tell the new year, but um, hopefully it gets back out there. But yeah, like that. Do you a- remember who we physically got in that trade? Because um, I just looked it up. Oh God, you remember? Remember this? Because this, it was a. No, I don't. <laughs> Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay. That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's right. And then they immediately bought him out. That's right. Um, no, I, yeah, that's what it was. It was it was a getting rid of the contract and the player um, trade. That's the thing about the NBA, though. You know, you're, you're almost never going to get back the value of the guy that you trade. And that's why you got to be careful with and the John Collins thing. They de- they needed to do that. But like for people advocating to trade Trey Young, it's like, no way, man. Like you're, yeah. you're never getting anything back in return uh, of, of equal well, got value. Good value for Sadiq Bay. Five second round draft. Picks. Yeah. Who wants those? Yeah. Uh, do we have time for one more? Mike is in Conyers. A lot of Conyers today. Big, big Conyers day. What's up fellas. I'll make it quick. I got two questions. Really? For the Braves, when they bring up new players, why is it you always see their parents way up in the stands? How come they don't give them, like, really great seats to see their kids play, right? Okay, the next question. With uh, the Atlanta Falcons, no one could ever have thought Ritter was going to throw so many interceptions and have so many turnovers he'd be number one in the league, right? He had zero last year so this year he started out pretty good but then he kind of faded and our defense has really turned a corner they're, they're really pretty spectacular this year it's like we're one quarterback away from being a good team and that's all arthur smith's doing why are we talking about getting rid of him because the main cog is not as good as we thought he could have been when he had zero interceptions at the end of last year. Because he's the one that chose the main cog. And he did have a bad year. Like, I don't know. I, now, as for the Braves fans, or the Braves parents, sometimes they sit close. I mean, sometimes Kelly Kroll's doing that interview from, like, right behind the plate. I think it's a, it matters or depends on how many family How many tickets are, are they asking for exactly. and how, how long before? Because a lot of times it's like, he got called up at two. True, and he's you know sit. He throws these dudes right in the lineup. Right, and sometimes he's like, you don't. They didn't know they're going to get called up. Um, I think also sometimes it depends on how big the prospect is. Like, oh, definitely. Like when Austin Riley was getting called up, you're probably going to give his parents pretty good seats. Some of these other guys. When, when it was Darius Vines, uh, sorry we don't have man, to name who they are. Some other guys that might not be quite as highly thought of. 
they might sit a little higher up. That's probably the, probably the way it goes. All right, let's get the takeaways of the day. Takeaways of the day every day to wrap up the show. We'll start with me. Um, tug of War needs a playbook. You got to have plays if you want to be good at Tug of War. It's true. I saw. I saw them design it. Uh, I said this. I, I was wondering if Bo was going to catch it. I, I think he was uh, busy, and so I had to bring it back. Um, it's so deep, and sometimes I get confused. That'll happen. That does happen. Um, tug of war is not just big, ten big guys pulling on a rope. <laughs> and uh, Andy Bunker, gift wrapping president of the Spanish Club. Man, that's uh, I really I'm not lying. I awesome. was the president of the Spanish Club. I just really sucked at Spanish, but I was good at fundraising. And we went to Spain. It was a lot of fun. We'll come back and see what Dukes and Bell have for you next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.